Welcome to With All Due Respect, this is Chef, and as always, when listening to our podcast, uh, be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Um, check us out on Anchor, where you can um, subscribe and send money on a monthly basis. Uh, subscribe on every platform. Uh, we got Apple. We got Google. We got, what else we got? Nigga, we got, oh man. Like, just just check us out, man. You're doing so it well. Is episode... He said, "What you were doing so well?" <laughs> I, I felt good about it. Um, it is episode one forty nine, gentlemen. Well, with the white voice, what up? Five thousand Northside, Florida. It's your boy J. Joe. See, I'm from Tennessee with curls and gold teeth. I just knew you were gonna say Mister Bitches, but <laughs> <laughs> is there a line? Is that a line? A music line? What? Yeah. Mr. Bitches? <laughs> yeah. No, don't, don't tell them that answer. No, man, it's not. Oh, I didn't think it was. So, um, so oh, going, going back. Just, My bad. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, tripping. Oh. Damn, man. But, what episode um, is this? My bad, I missed That's what I was going to say. It's, we're at 149. Oh. So, so about 160? I mean, in reality, but in, on paper, we are at 149. So we, we've reached what you call an impasse. What shall we do for 150? Like, I, I feel like, I guess I should have put that on the dossier because we really don't know what we're going to do for 150. And it's becoming like, it's going to become a thing. Like we, we need to embrace our milestones. Let's go live. Okay, uh, Let's go live and invite subscribers right, so only. So what? We can go live and maybe we should get some suggestions on the IG page or something. And then we could wear like sweet bow ties or something. Subscribers. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is is five thousand potting with AirPods? Is that why he's so <laughs> relaxed? Hold on, man. This thing is shining. I told you I told you uh I was having a laptop issue. Oh. So yeah, five earpods. Earpod night. Oh Lord! I hope you charge another. Yeah, I only I only use one at a time for that reason. So the other, my other shit on green, on green. Ooh, boy, that thing new. Right, that shit ain't got no no dirt or earwax in it. Right. No, oh, no, y'all, y'all. I missed it. That shit dirty. That right. shit clean oh, gonna, from from my standpoint. Nah, these uh, earpods. Uh, I have to tell you about that offline. But, they gonna give them a ding <laughs> for earpods. Yeah, I always say air. Yeah, I always say ear. My bad. That's what niggas do. Niggas do. I've been avoiding that shit. I know. Um, I got my wife some some AirPods, but I feel like I need to get AirPods as well, just to be for one to filthy get up to to date. But also, my um, I need a new iPhone. My iPhone's at an eight, and now it only it dies after about an hour. Hey, so I think Apple didn't shut your shit all the way off by now. You know, Apple do shenanigans when you don't upgrade. I, I That's what I heard. A, I have a 10 R if you're interested in that. <laughs> I mean, Does it matter? Cause I got I got T-Mobile. Does that matter? AT&T, I don't know. You can do the leg work and get back to it. So does a nigga with an iPhone 8 still shame Android niggas about their camera and shit if they got an iPhone 8? Oh no! 
I, I don't say nothing about to anybody what, about what type of phone they use because it's, it's, to me it's just a phone. Yeah, all right. That's how. That's how. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was watching. This nigga was watching. I thought this nigga was dying. I thought this nigga was about to get decapitated, but he saw him coming. Like that shit was crazy. But uh, this nigga at five thousand hates to pay attention to the podcast. (laughs) Does everything else, dog? Like five stacks. What you think? Oh, I'm sorry. I was doing my taxes. What? Right. Something new every week. Something new. Like, don't you see I'm making love? <laughs> if my laptop was straight, then I would have that shit blocking the TV out. But nah, um, I don't be on that shit neither. How people be like, team iPhone, team this, team that. Like, when I started my job, one of the iPhones, I think it was three, came out that week. And I had the option to purchase it, like, through work or whatever. And then I did that. And really, the shit was just middle of the road. Like, I just make calls, text, surf. I don't really do nothing special. Like, how niggas open their garage doing shit with their phone. I don't do all of that. So, it's really nothing to me. But the reason why I stuck with iPhone is because I don't want to have to, like, try to learn how to use another phone. And, like, risk losing my shit transferring it over. So, I just kept it with iPhone. But I really don't give a damn. Do y'all still use custom ringers? Or music ringers? Nope. That's still a thing? Nah, no, now every now you go in the DMV or the NVA, wherever you call it where you at, the car place, to get your license and shit, there, there'll be a nigga in there or a Mexican in there with a song. So that, it's hey, still bro, a thing. You said, when you said DMV, I thought you meant like the area, and then you just like, or the NVA, and I was like, Maryland, Virginia. Yeah. I tried to qualify. I tried to qualify. The Department of Motor Vehicles. Oh, okay. No, I don't be hearing that shit. I didn't know it was still a thing. But, um, yeah, I don't care about the phones as much. I mean, because the thing is, I feel like the phones, the more advanced phones are, the more invasive they are. And I guess that's always been my what's caused me pause. But um, also the fact that this iPhone's the last iPhone that has a button. I'm really big on buttons. I need some sort of tactile. <laughs> like a nigga daddy. Nigga <laughs> said I need buttons. Nick, I do no, that, need buttons. That button, that button is clutch, though. That home button. Um, I, I didn't like when they got rid of that shit either. I don't don't. Know why. I was like, I gotta touch the screen. My fingers would be greasy. I think Nokia is still making phones, man. You can, you, you don't gotta use an iPhone. I might yeah, get the brick. I'm a, I heard the brick came back. It's coming hey, back. Man, yeah. This nigga drives. Uh, what you drive? I drive a ninth reactor legend. Right. It's on brand. <laughs> like, this nigga got like a. <laughs> Nokia. He about, had, he about to have yeah. the Zach Morris uh, car phone. Yeah, I'm about to like that nigga, um, that nigga Will Smith and fucking um, I Robot. Like I fucked with his vibe. Like I was like, that makes sense to me. So sidebar. Um, does anybody hold on before before you get into your sidebar? Does anybody get that reference? Well, I don't remember. I don't remember the phone on I Robot. No, I said not robot Will Smith's character. He like didn't fuck with anything that was new. Oh, okay. Uh, he yeah. drove like a Mustang because it wasn't powered by a robot. Like he he didn't fuck with stuff that was powered by AI, basically. Okay, gotcha. So, um, yeah, I wish like growing up, I wish I could do Zach Morris timeouts. Hell yeah! And, and, and talk to the people at home. Right, break the third <laughs> wall. Yeah, or just like. 
do some shit, like move some shit around or something. <laughs> I want to do shit all, all the time. Like my my middle school and high school life was embarrassing, so for the most part, I wanted to disappear. People thought Ali McBeal started that shit. It was Zach Morris. Maybe we should do a. Uh... Hey, Bacon. <laughs> Shout out to the Ali McBeal reference. Hey man, Ali McBeal wasn't a bad show though. So you know, nah, it was a really well written show actually. No, nah, that shit was funny. I just like what happened to that shit. Did that shit last? It lasted a couple of seasons. I mean, it lasted as long as the show lasts. But you know, all good things must come to an end. Fair enough. Yeah, that's what, and and wasn't that the the birth of the King Kate dancing baby? Isn't that what that was on Ali McBeal when that little was. baby was dancing and like. It was a big thing. Yeah, it was. You're right. Hold on. No, no, no. That was it. You're no, right. I hear you. I'm, I'm, just doing, I'm doing producer shit. Hold on. Alan McBeal lasted for five seasons, so that was a good run. Oh, shit. Did, did it have a spinoff? I feel like something else came from Alan McBeal. I think after Alan McBeal, people took took on that that style in um in like network shows as far as like how how they did comedies. So Alan McBeal just gave them a style that they could run with? Pretty much. Really? Hey, what's the name of the show that um, I think it was a chick from Grey's Anatomy and she got her own show and she had her own practice and she was having sex with a black man who was probably I don't know, Omar I'm about to say what's, what's Omar Yeah, I think maybe Omar Was it called Epps. Private Practice? Huh? Was it called Private Practice? Private Practice, yeah, that was good for a couple of seasons. But those shows like that, I can't really get into it because there's so many. Like it'll be like my daughter is having stomach pains, and like the daughter will be like nine years old, and I don't know, I'm about to say pregnant, but that was gonna be bad. So I'll try to switch it at the end. I couldn't think of nothing else, but it'd be just like I don't know. But can we was having sex with a? In a can we talk before? Don't look it up. I don't want to hear any keys typing. How many seasons do you think that Grey's Anatomy has been on? Grey's Anatomy has been on almost like the not the Simpsons, but like no nothing's touching the Simpsons. Let's just stop that right now. Let's not. Yeah. It's not even, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, it's been like nineteen. Know. It's been like nineteen years it's for Grey's Anatomy. Eighteen seasons. Oh, yeah. I was close. What about uh, Law and Order? Well, Law and Order. Law and Order. Law. There's not SVU. 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 Oh, okay. But then is SVU? <sighs> Law and Order will stop and then start. I think SVU started in the in the in the early two thousands. Nineteen ninety nine, season twenty three, episode twenty seven, will air on November fourth, twenty twenty one. Damn, see, this what happens when you don't ask niggas how their week was. We can skip that part, honestly. And truly. No, I still don't know how. No, no, no. Ah, ah but without typing, yeah, how many seasons have The Simpsons today. been on? How many seasons have The Simpsons been on? Simpsons started in 1987. So 87. What'd you say? What'd you say, Craig? I said 32. What'd you say, JJ? And I just saw this shit somewhere. Uh, let me see. I used to record oh, wait, The Simpsons no, when they were on the Tracy Ullman show. Uh, so that. Are we including the Tracy Ullman show where they first debuted? Or are we come on, man! This is, come on, man! Do this like the Price is Right. Do this like the Price is Right. Either choose one under or one over. Goddamn. Uh, let me see. 
I'm gonna go 80. No, no, no. I'm gonna go. I think it started 92. I'm gonna say they started in 92. So how many started seasons? Started in 1988. Yeah, they started in the 80s for sure. So okay, how many then. seasons, JJ? Huh? How many seasons? Five stacks is 32. I'm gonna go 33 then. Chef, what are you? <laughs> if it's 88, I'm not good at math. So that's um, definitely a $1 nigga. 33. Right. All right. The correct said, answer is... Well, I said 1988. All right. So... Oh, wait. That's not right. Chef is both right and wrong. So, <laughs> J. Joe is right because he didn't have a wrong answer. The amount of seasons is 33 seasons. Boom. Damn. But the debut for The Simpsons was December 17th, 1989. Damn. Uh-oh. There have been over, not over, exactly 17, not 17, 710 episodes of The Simpsons. I used to talk to the girl. She used to watch The Simpsons. And like, she's probably seen every fucking single one of them. It's just every single one of them. I wasn't allowed you to don't know. It's, she was a Simpsons head. That's how old The Simpsons are. There is nothing more American than watching it. You don't know a person who's never seen The Simpsons. That's, that's how embedded it is to TV in America. The ill thing about The Simpsons now is they do episodes where they they do throwbacks and they refer to like 2000s references, like 2001 references. They'll go back like, remember when we were young in 2001? Right. right. So hot, smart. Hot take, hot yeah. take, and it may not be a hot take to Five Stacks, but Family Guy is a better show than The Simpsons. No, Family, family Guy is way better. Not a family page. Guy is hilarious. <laughs> okay. All right. Family Guy is hilarious as fuck, man. I could sit and watch Family Guy all day and bottled with burgers. I'm going to tell you what else. American is Dad funny. is funny as fuck. American Dad is funny as fuck. It's funnier than Offense. American Dad is funnier than Family Guy. It I is. I really watch it, it. I just have to catch it. But that shit is funny every single time. Like, it, that shit is It's so me. offensive. Like, I, I can watch just Roger <laughs> clips all day because Roger is a sociopath and I fuck with it. Okay. Why do um, black people talk with a lighter in their hand when they're not smoking nothing? Damn <laughs> shit. Hey, but the census <laughs> did a debut on the Tracy Altman show in 1987. <laughs> I remember that God. shit, but that was that shit was. <laughs> it wasn't the Simpsons, but it was an incarnation. They, they, looked, they looked funny. I mean, they were still the Simpsons. Also, say the Simpsons. There's a lot of motherfuckers that watch this show, listen, that never seen the Tracy Ullman show. By the way. Did y'all, did y'all used to play the Simpsons game in the arcade? That shit was hard, yeah, actually. Like, I always picked Homer because that nigga was like knocking niggas out. It was a difficult game, not a hard game. It was a difficult was, game to play. It was difficult. That shit was difficult. Uh, Ninja Turtles was difficult, too. That was, but I'm trying yes. to think. I think the Simpsons was still my favorite team effort video game, though. Turtles was straight. Marge used to be knocking them off like a over the head. Uh, Turtles was uh, Turtles was named one of the top ten hardest games to play of all time. That's because you jumped at a diagonal. Yep. Yeah, it was straight. <laughs> Nigga, did you, I posted on Instagram? So somebody said posted like a meme saying me looking at some shit I I don't need to be buying. And it was a nigga in front of like one of them um them house size versions of arcade game and it was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was like, nigga, I want that. I do want that. Oh, I'm going to buy I'm going to buy one. I'm going to buy one. one. It's already in the cart. The local NBA Jam machine, that shit is copped. It's already in the cart. You can can buy that. uh, You can buy that 
Ninja Turtle shit at Walmart. But their shit, they too. Oh, I'm good, getting man. Like, you really can't have niggas playing for real. So, so how big is it? I couldn't tell. It seemed like it was a decent, like, no, so, no, no. so what you do is so there's there's a there's a car, there's a kit. So you go to the store and you buy like a 32 inch TV, like a LCD, LED or whatever, and then you buy the kit, right? You could buy them on Etsy, you could buy them anywhere, right? And it's got all the print on it. You can put Battle Toads, Mortal Kombat, whatever you want, and then you glue and attach the TV to the screen, and then there's a Raspberry Pi inside. And the Raspberry Pi has all the Nintendo games, all the Super Nintendo games, all the Sega games, all the arcade games, and you just play to your heart's content. Like that's that's the new shit now. Like stay tuned, but yeah, like that's the new shit. Are you putting that in in the bar? Absolutely, it's already in the cart, my nigga. Oh shit! Do I need to sponsor that shit? That shit's already in the cart. The great wise how the video games. <laughs> so, so speaking of in the cart, God damn boy. Oh, we just started talking about regular shit. Sorry, forgot yeah. we were doing a podcast. I thought that was fine, but how y'all been doing, man? No, no, not that part. We are we skipping that part. Hey, how you doing, man? Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> hey, boy, you know Chef got something on his chest. You could win. Right. Nigga, save it for your WADR. Do you have something? That's fine. Do you have something to talk no, about? Really. I mean, we know this is your therapy, so if you got something to talk no, about, man. talk about it. Get your shit off, man. Get your shit off. How have you been? Go ahead. My therapy. I thought it was our therapy. How dare you? Now it's group therapy. I thought it was. Hey, when a nigga grab a cup, it ain't nothing in there, but he still has <laughs> It's like right jerk. here. It's nervous. <laughs> right. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, How you been? How was your week? Man, rest in peace to Colin Powell, man. Like, I want to um, send condolences to him and his family. Um, Colin Powell was a, a our version of a national hero. Um, he was introduced, at least to me. Uh, during Operation Desert Storm, because I've never really saw seen a a person in the military, a man in the military that was black that had that much power. I remember it was him and Stormer Norman Schwarzkopf, and they were just leading shit and just making shit happen. Um, became the um, became one of the most powerful black men before um, Barack Obama when he was the uh, Secretary of State helped shape a lot of foreign policy during his time. Um, an amazing man, amazing statesman. Um, and a politician that had some values and, and morals that, that, that we could respect, you know what I'm saying? So rest in peace to him, man. Yeah, man. So, I mean, I was, you know, I was, before I was going to FAM, I was, going to the Air Force Academy. So I was, I'm a, I'm an army brat. I've been army brat my whole life and I was going to join the military before I even got in fam. So like one of the things that we looked up to was like generals, especially like a black general. So you had like, I mean, he was like to us and a lot of people, he was like the Tiger Woods before there was a Tiger Woods. I mean, you had General B.O. Davis, you had, um, uh, what is it? Uh, Chappie Daniels, you know what I'm saying? Like you had like black generals, but like Colin Powell was like the most popular and most public black general man, so he meant a lot to the community. I mean, yeah, he was a Republican, yeah, he was conservative or whatever, but 
You know what I'm saying? Like, Colin Powell was the shit. Like, in pop culture, you could talk to niggas who was, like, from the hood, and they would know who the fuck Colin Powell was. He had that much of an impact on, you know, pop culture and and society from an African-American standpoint. So, a titan, a titan of the community has passed, man. So, rest in peace. Chappie James, really. Yes, Chappie James. Chappy I'm sorry. Daniel Chappie James. Yeah, Daniel Chappie James. Hey, no, you no, you're lucky I didn't say Chappie Sinclair. I was trying not to say Chappie Sinclair. That's that was what I was really trying not to do. Who is that? I don't get I don't know the reference. Have you ever seen Iron Eagle? No. Iron Eagle, Lou Gossett Jr. played <laughs> Chappie Daniels. Lou Gossett Jr. and uh <laughs> Who's the white boy? I have no idea who the white boy was. Yeah. Was that the scary one where he was like like he was talking like like a, he was an alien and shit, and he was like talking like. Nah, maybe. this is like on some military F sixteen type of shit, and Chappie would like send him a uh, he would send him a videotape that he would play after Chappie had died. It's like, yeah, this is Chappie. If you listen to this tape, I'm already dead, but you know what to do. <laughs> like, hey, man. <laughs> well, that, that, movie, that movie came out in 1986, man. Niggas are really. Aging this podcast today on God damn Colin Powell though, um, he was a very influential figure to Wood's point. Like I remember during the Gulf War period. Um, I probably sat on here a bunch of times growing up. I spent a lot of time at my grandparents' house. And uh if you ever spent a lot of time at your grandparents' house, pretty much I would be pulling the bed. Shit shuts down when the news comes on. I remember <laughs> I would just watch the news because my my granddad would always want to see what old Saddam Hussein was talking about today. Sent <laughs> <laughs> it around uh, the reports and the stuff that you know Colin Powell had going on. He was, you know, like really a giant. But for some reason, and this is just in my juvenile mind, there was some negative stigma because he was a Republican or whatever. But other than that, I mean. I think Wood or Chef mentioned, like, I think it was Chef said, him as a politician. But really, hindsight being 2020, I didn't really see him as a politician. Like, it's damn near like, all right, I'm a Republican because I got to register for something. But he really was just like a man of the people. And nobody, that's evident because nobody said no stupid shit except Trump. But, I mean, that's part for the course. So definitely, um, rest in peace to him. I really wish he would have ran for president, but it's more than under the bridge now. Wait, what did Trump say about him? Well, uh, you have to go find it, but to paraphrase it, typical Trump shit. A backhanded like, yeah, comment. I was cool. Huh? It was a backhanded comment. Mm. Yeah, like Colin Powell was cool, but he fucked up a lot of shit. But you know, he was straight. So rest in peace to him. He called him a rhino. Like, he called him a rhino in the yeah, message. Yeah, he did. I forgot yeah. about that part. But yeah, oh, he, he basically shitted on Republican in name only. Uh, he shitted on him big time. Yeah, that's because eventually Colin, uh, Colin Powell denounces Republicanism. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, And that was a big thing uh, when he was like, yeah, basically I'm no longer Republican. And I, was that when he started support, supporting Obama? Is that around that time? Or was that post Obama? Anyway, I just remember when um, when he was like, "Yeah, I, I can't. I'm not really fucking with the Republicans anymore," and that was a big thing because, like, um, I think uh, uh, Five Thousand was saying, like, people fucked with him, but they also knew that he was a Republican, which you know, 
back then, I think everybody's parents were Democrats at that time, and you didn't really see a black Republican, but you had to respect them. Uh, so yeah, that was that was yeah. a big thing. But also shocked. back in the day, a Republican wasn't as bad as what it is today. Like if you was a Republican, know. you was green, you was green as fuck. Like yeah, I nigga Republican, I nigga green. But like that nigga can still get a rib or a piece of chicken at a cookout. But like now it's like yeah, no, nah, that's not happening. Like it, a Republican then was totally different than what a Republican is now. Now it's not zero tolerance to them niggas. Them niggas is they got issues. All right. <clears throat> Which is fair, um, but yeah, definitely um, rest in peace, him. Uh, so also, I guess I saw this today. Um, this is for, I mean, again, aging ourselves, music fans. Rest in peace to Tommy DeBarge, Ooh. Um, one of the members of Switch. So the Switch, so Switch was um, a big R and B group in the late seventies, early eighties. Um, it was led by the DeBarge brothers, Tommy and Bobby. <clears throat> they had such hits as They'll Never Be and I'll Call Your Name. Uh, so he, he died uh, today from complications of uh, kidney failure. So uh, definitely prayers up to him. Um, they definitely create some classic music. So and it's a legendary music family. I'll Call Your Name was the sample for uh, Throw Some D's. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I know there's uh, no other podcast, but um, who's the drummer for um, fucking the Roots? Um, Questlove. Questlove, yeah. Questlove. He has a um, an interview with Ale, and you know he kind of just goes. Uh, he he talks about you know how he started with his brothers and everything, and just how talented all his brothers were, like. None of them niggas took like piano lessons, but all could like play the piano, play the drums, play whatever uh, instrument you put in front of them. Uh, to the point that like he said, it was hard for them to like. Um, that it was hard. It was they would do a whole lot of like not crazy shit, but just like fun shit, just because like they never had to practice on like harmonies or anything like that. Like they were just naturally talented it was just like they were just you know blessed from uh blessed by god so yeah. rest in peace definitely man i thought with switch real tough like that shit is still in my rotation right <laughs> now like you might get in my car and that should be home but uh damn that's unfortunate because i missed that yeah man I, I try to listen to switch at least once a month just to make sure my my, my ears are clean and pure so <laughs> Definitely prayers up to them brothers, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, so let's uh, get on to brighter things. So it's homecoming season. Um, I know this uh, past weekend, uh, Jackson State had their homecoming. Jackson State, obviously, a, a large HBCU based in Jackson, Mississippi. And one of their uh, more prominent young alumni is young Brittany Renner, who... Um, Attended Jackson State homecoming with plans on um, telling everyone to lock up their sons. <laughs> so, can we have a real quick 10 second synopsis on who Brittany Renner is? I don't, I've heard of her, but I don't, 
I wish I could write in the thing. IG models, like, being built like a centaur. Yeah, we talked about it on this podcast before. Uh, I think he was watching, like, a little league soccer game. I don't fuck with celebrities, though, so I might have missed it. (laughs) No, man. Uh, She um, basically groomed a young man from, what what was it, University of Kentucky? Yeah. PJ? Yeah. Um, and he ended up getting her pregnant and she had the baby and basically like moved on from this nigga so um, what made it even worse is JJ that's your story she telegraphed that before she did it she said she gave the blueprint to how she was going to get the money out of a nigga before she even got with that cat and she used that same playbook on right. you know what I'm saying so go ahead. yeah she was online talking about yeah if you want to get pregnant uh by a famous nigga athletes don't wear rubbers they dumb so and they don't wear rubbers so that if you want to get pregnant get pregnant by an athlete and that's what happened and that is what happened and ironically enough PJ Washington um beat my beloved Pacers last night by hitting two free throws mind you he only scored scored four points last night and two of them were used to beat us Listen, PJ, if you want to get, like, you know, IG Miles pregnant and pay a, a, a lick in child support, you got to do better on in these games, dog. Like, four points ain't going to cut it. You can be done lost your motherfucking job. So I'm going to put that out real quick. Right. That shit might be by design. That boy might be trying to get his shit decreased. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. All he got to do is play along until he get his pension. That's all that matters. Oh, yeah, he do have a pension. We never talked about that, by the way, but yeah, so um, so here's the thing. So there was a big controversy about her post because I guess they're talking about how she grooms young men and and it's predatory, but they, they don't say the same thing about men being predatory. Um, what's y'all's point of view on that? There are just certain things that are inherently a bad look for men versus women and you know it's like unwritten rules or what have you like body count for one man got a body count of whatever a certain number that shit is not gonna be looked upon the same way with a woman as a woman with the exact same body count you know what I'm saying so this is the same thing like oh well, she's just being funny ha ha he he that was cute oh that's funny you saw what she posted you know what I'm saying but with men, it's just not going to be the same. And that's one of the things, like, I'm not going to fight for equality on that shit. I don't want to be equal in going up to the college recruiting young chicks, like, because that's not something I really care about or am otherwise into. But this is just one of those things, you know what I'm saying? So to all the women, it's, I'm not going to say to all the women, to a certain group of people they, you know, because it could be guys or girls, they think it's funny, and, ah, oh, you saw that? That shit was wild, whatever, but, you know, to some people it's not, so hopefully uh, it was said in jest. It may or may not have been, and if the heat comes down, that's what she'll say, but it does one of the things where it's a double standard, so this shit really ain't no big deal for real. I, um, I come from a time where, um, For lack of a better term, men were toxic, right? At least toxic enough where 
you're not about to get me, bitch. You know what I'm saying? And we're talking like from like real ass niggas all the way up to lame ass niggas. You feel me? Like you're not about to get me, bitch. Like the 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 fact that she's able to go on social media and say what she says and still execute her plan is an indictment on the way that niggas operate in the 21st century. You feel me? Like I'm not I'm not I don't endorse domestic violence. I don't endorse people putting their hands on women and stuff like that, but I know that when I was younger, a woman was not about to approach men the way that Brittany Renner was approaching men out of fear of the consequences of doing so. Like, niggas was always on guard. Like, the thing about it was, niggas took, niggas used rubbers back in that day not to not get a chick pregnant, but not to not get trapped. You know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't want to be that nigga that got trapped by a chick. So, nah, bitch, you're not about to catch me slipping. You know what I'm saying? You're not about to catch me without a rubber. Like, that was on niggas' minds 100% of the time. So, the fact that Brittany Renner can broadcast, I'm about to hit a college campus and get one of these young niggas, get him to impregnate me, and get money out of him for the baby that we have, and a nigga still falls into the trap? Even though Brittany Renner ain't shit? That's an indictment on niggas. Anybody in the PJ Washington, PJ Tucker, whatever the fuck his name is, in that age group that has that same mindset, yes, Brittany Renner is trash, but the problem is you. Like, niggas, niggas, when I grew up, niggas was not like that. You yeah, couldn't get right. a nigga like that. Yeah, and it surprised me that PJ Morton would fall for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 I thought the nigga loved the Lord and not Brittany Runner. Uh so I mean it, it was all said in jest. It was it's just with the juxtaposition of her current situation, which might be why she said it, or who knows. It's just kinda you know, it's in it's in poor taste, you know what I'm saying? Um but she has made a uh, a living off of shit like that. She has a tell-all book. You know what I'm saying? Like she's one she of the book. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. That's when she told about how I think Kaepernick made her pay for her own plane ticket. Just like famous niggas she done fuck with. Like so, but niggas, uh, niggas are weak though. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to the, like the flesh, niggas are weak. She, you know, she got a big booty. She come up, you know. I, I've seen niggas, niggas that I've know go on the stage at the moon and pull they uh, let 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 loop dancers pull their pants all the way down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hoping that they were about to get their dick sucked. It didn't matter like how many motherfuckers you go to class with, your classmates. Yeah, the whole city. You just gonna let this girl pull your whole pants down, pull a put a belt around your dick. You know what I'm saying? They try to light that bitch on fire because you thought you was going to get a dick suck. I know niggas who have wandered off with random women in random countries because they thought they were going to get their dick sucked. Niggas will risk life and limb if they think they're going to get their dick sucked. That's so, true. very true. <laughs> very true. Yeah. 
And, and the thing is, women women fuck with like famous niggas, athletes. Um, they know the right thing to say to niggas. You know what I'm saying? The man. Feel all good, and, and again, these are general statements. But a lot of athletes aren't the coolest niggas in the world because most of their life is training. You know what I'm saying? It's surrounded by a sport, so they don't really have the EQ, which we always drop in here. Um, when it comes to like women or relationships or just things outside of sports, uh, outside of their wheelhouse, so it's I would think that it would be like easier to to trap an athlete, but. We should get some athlete trappers out here. Uh, with this, with this podcast, they gonna be too old. They gonna be old school uh, retired trappers. We give him a new but, ball uh, on the show, unless he's dead. I'm a new dead, huh? I'm a new dead. Ball, new, I'm a new ball. Yeah, yeah. I think he is. He is back. I think. I hope. I know that. Cause no, his son got got didn't he? Manu Bo was a South Sudanese American professional basketball player. Died in 2010. Oh, he died a long time for Rest in peace, Manu Bo. Shit, the podcast wasn't going back then. I forgot about Manu Bo. Niggas ain't got love for new. I know that nigga was dead, man. It's fucked up. Manu was the first African that most of us have seen. Uh, We had Akeem Olajuwon. Yeah, that yeah. nigga wasn't a giant, so he he's still alive. But yeah, that, that it's, it's Christian Decoy. Christian <laughs> That nigga was second after Bo Jackson on Techno Bowl. Hey, dog, we got to put a warning label raw. on this episode, nigga. Christian Decoy was raw because his nickname was Nigerian Nightmare. Like, right. uh, that's like a raw yeah. ass nigga. Yeah. Who who would you take, Christian Decoy or Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry. I'll take Derrick Henry. You, you kind of got to say Derrick Henry, but I hope we're not being prisoners in the moment. Like, Christian Okoye. We might be. I no, but no, Christian Okoye, this is the thing. The athletes that we admired back in the day were like 5'8 and 200 pounds. <laughs> These <laughs> niggas are like freaks of nature now. Right, nigga. <laughs> like, Christian Okoye. Right. Let me, let me, now I got to look up. I got it. Don't worry about your, your, producer, your producers are looking it up. This nigga was 6'1 and 250. He was right. 265, actually. So he was what 265. Nah, what he what was size good. is Derrick Henry? He's smaller than that. He's smaller. 6'3, 250. But the most yards the most yards that Okoye had ever put up was 1480. That's it. Yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry got all the stats for sure, but Hold I mean, on. you talking about in one season? Yes, yeah, so one season. Yeah. Fourteen eighties, anything over a thousand yards is good. No, fourteen eighty is good, but Derrick Henry got two thousand and he damn <laughs> it tracking for the motherfucker to uh be the first with consecutive two thousand yard season. And they said he might break Derrick Eric Dickerson record. Derrick Dickerson? Eric Dickerson. Oh, okay. I, I had Hey, I'm on you from I, your correction I, from uh from, from Champion James, okay? So I'm looking for you. From what? From chat. Happy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a nigga yeah, got you in his sights. Yeah. yeah. Don't fuck up, nigga. 
<laughs> hey, boy, we definitely gonna have to put a warning label on this motherfucking podcast. Hell, boy, this is the Throwback Thursday version of with all due respect. Anyway, what we B.O. Davis, Ch- Chappie James, Christian Okoye, uh, Iron Eagle, Iron Eagle, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, fuck. Allie McBeal. Allie McBeal. No, Tracy Ullman show, nigga. Age warning. Age warning on this podcast. Yeah. But speaking of getting old and age warnings, homecoming. Fuck it. We, we talking about homecoming. So, fam, you homecoming is next weekend. Um, I don't think we're all going. Um, I know, Wood, you ain't going. I'm likely not going if my child isn't born tomorrow. Um, so if your child is born tomorrow, you going? Probably. Where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was tomorrow. That gives you a whole week. Pretty much. I mean, to, bond, to bond with your baby. Hey, what's happening? I'm your daddy and shit. Right, but bye, but I'm uh. I'm see when I see you. No, no, but no, for real. What happened was, I was like, I'm not going, and then my wife was like. Oh no! If the baby born, you could just go. I was like, "What?" She's like, "No, for real." Like, I think she wants to like one up the bonding time, which uh-huh. is cool. We told you that was so, a setup, she, right? She's setting the trap. Like, right. right. We keep trying to tell you that, nigga. Don't don't do it. What did you say? <laughs> now you don't hear. Oh, did it. she walk in? <laughs> right. Yeah. That was, now you don't hear nothing. <laughs> now your connection breaking up. But yeah. Um, but no. Smile. I don't think I don't think it's a trap. I think it was like like I think it was just said because I mean my mother in law is here and stuff. I already talked about this. I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you how how you know it's a trap. But you said I don't think it's a trap. You didn't say it definitively. You were like, no, nigga, it's not a trap. Like we talked. No, about I was it. responding to y'all saying. Mm, no, 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 no. Uh, but you said you don't think it's a trap. I mean, I don't think it's a trap. That's what, <laughs> that's what that's what nigga said when he raw dog Brittany Renner. See what right, I did there? Right. Right. I don't think it's a trap. <laughs> right, right back around. I think she likes me, sir. Well, at any rate, um, it, it's next week. I know you going, J. Joe. Um, Five thousand. You go. You going right? Yeah, I'm going. Oh, right. I'll, 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 you going? <laughs> <laughs> so. Hey, boy. Well, I am now. <laughs> I am now. But it, I mean, I think this is like a. I mean, I know we we talk about homecoming like we've done it like we've been doing this podcast for seventeen years and sixteen of the seventeen years we've been doing this podcast we talked about homecoming, but we didn't have homecoming last year because of um, the dreaded disease. So you know, what's y'all's plans given the shift, given the time off? Uh, what y'all what y'all gonna be on? There's no y'all for time off because two niggas is going. And I guess that was a question for me. It wasn't for you. It was for the niggas who was going. Oh, you said time off. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, I, I mean, I'm a... Yeah. I wonder what we doing. Yeah. Oh, like, what, are we, what are we doing in the way of activities or whatever? Like, what y'all's plans, uh, man? Like, you know, when you pull up in Tallahassee, man. Like, you know, what you gonna I'm do so, first? Are you excited about it? I mean, like, maybe not... Buy a pack of clothes, a big-ass beer. My plan plan is kind of to be on, like, alumni stuff this year. Like, I want to see the ribbon-cutting of the amphitheater, uh, 
like some shit like the president is hosting. Like I want to kind of graduate on to alumni activities, true alumni activity. Um, so that kind of stuff. Like I want to see the renovations at the stadium. Like I just kind of want to see where the money is going, where the money is at. <laughs> is there something yeah. that y'all do only when y'all get to Tallahassee? Like only for homecoming? Um, hug. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get these hugs. You know what I'm saying? Oh, what's up? Side hugs Man, or, bring it or up and, Dick the Bush? Huh? Side hugs Dick or Dick the, the Bush? Nigga, homecoming is always Dick the Bush. What are you talking about? <laughs> is it? Oh, I'm not talking to this nigga uh, chef no more. Is it? Yes, nigga. Yes. No, That's I'm what you there for. I know it's like you know I, it should be for you. No, it's a, listen. It's an array of, of it's an array of hugs. It depends <laughs> on who the person is. So you you'll hug somebody from the back like, hey, surprise, it's me. I ain't seen you in a long time. You know what I'm saying? That's, Dick the ass hugs. Dick the ass hugs is bold. That's a bold move, Cotton. Oh, listen, hey, boy. but he's a king. Hey, hey Mister Bitches. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You just need to get the shirt, dog. No, he, hey, this nigga is shacking. Try to throw me into the Mr. Bitches bucket. Uh, we're not doing that. No. Um, these are all jokes. No. Um, so, right. Like, this nigga chef wants to whore me for the podcast. I don't understand why he thinks he's my, my pimp. Um, it's a bullshit. So what he got? Like, First of all, it was loaded. Like, what are y'all going to do when y'all hit Tallahassee? Like, what's going on? Nigga, because I, y'all in a different y'all like divorce and shit. Like y'all in God damn. Hey, that was a strong statement, that Cotton. Let's see where he goes from here. Gary Gary hey, boy, that's, in the shine count, nineteen ninety six. Hey man, make sure you put a time step on that one there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga blood pop got me. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man. <laughs> Let me try to li- don't, listen. Don't try to live vicariously through hey, me, man. So, uh, Tallahassee. Um, so I'd like to actually <laughs> be laying like 5,000. Man, I actually just like to see the city, man. Like, it's just so different than when I was there. Um, but no, man. Um, it's going to be interesting. I don't have my usual cast of characters are going to be there. Uh, not Are not going to be there. Uh, so, um, my dog Jimmy Wallets, you know what I'm saying? I heard about him on the last uh, pod. That nigga's not going. Um, I think like maybe only two of my line brothers are going. Um, so it'll be interesting who uh, I get into shenanigans with, who, who I'll, um, I'll end up be hanging with. But kind of the usual shit, man. Go go on campus Friday, you know. Shake your head at the young people. They don't care. Like the way we used to talk old nigga shit. Um, we got to like frat house. or so we'll go down to the frat house and like talk shit with old niggas and drink beer on the porch and, you know, eat fried chicken wings. Uh, definitely give me a, a, a fish plate. We talking yes, white and not mullet. Um, we already talked about how best way to eat your fish sandwich. Mustard hot sauce, cheese pickles. Um... <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, um, I'm not even sure if they're having a tailgate. I don't know if tailgates are popping or not. Um, I definitely don't know what I'm gonna do Friday night. Uh, but you know, Saturday, uh, try to finagle my way into the game. I don't know how difficult that is in the year 2021, but we'll see. Um, 
just see people I haven't seen, man. You know, um, get some hugs on, man. That's it. And going to lush, going to lush, the lush, lustrous lush party Saturday night, where it's all you can drink all night long for the top show. Are we ever going to go to North Carolina A and T's homecoming? I got yes. you. I got I'm going you. to that. You going this year? I want to go to Spellhouse. When is it? I don't know when it is. I want to. They canceled theirs this year. When is North Carolina A and T? Oh, I don't know when theirs is, but I know Spellhouse canceled theirs, basically. Yeah, a long time ago. I'm just, like, for, you, for you to say the greatest homecoming on Earth, like, I just... You gotta see it. <laughs> you got... It's uh, it's October 27th, is what it says. When is it? October 27th, that weekend. So, same, same yeah, as same. Like, you got to you got to show me something. You know what I'm saying? For I'm greatest homecoming on earth? That's a bold fucking statement. Like that doesn't bring it, don't sing it. <laughs> but it's a but it's a whole again. Where is North Carolina A and T? North Carolina. Greensboro? In Greensboro? It's in Greensboro. <sighs> see, like I just I just don't I just don't see it. I think it's great to them and they might have the greatest homecoming like along that little North Carolina HBCU little circle, all those smaller schools. <laughs> right, like right, y'all shitting on them. I kind of believe it though because they're the biggest HBCU. They got a lot of money, and they be bringing they be bringing in artists for sure. Like, like at least when for the concert. But but you but North Carolina A and T is on the Hampton Howard circuit, like bougie right? scale. Yeah. No, I'm not, 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 not. I'm not. I'm not saying bougie. I'm just saying it's mid Atlantic. You know what I'm saying? Like because they're t- so close. They're yeah, close you stay kind of in your region. You know what I'm saying? Like it's right. Howard, Hampton, Bowie State, Morgan, Eastern Shore. Yeah. Like that's your area. We don't know a whole bunch of A and T motherfuckers that came down to Tallahassee or have been down to Southern and shit right. and like been to their homecomings to fix their mouth to say greatest homecoming on fucking earth. Like first off. If people from, I don't even know a lot of people from fam that have gone to anti homecomings, and I'm sure even if it is fam, if it were marginal, you know what I'm saying, where it was like maybe anti got it or maybe fam got it by a, a margin, we would have been to each other's homecomings to know what to take it up a notch to beat their ass. But that doesn't even happen. Nobody even knows what the fuck what the margin goes is. on. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a niggas don't. Like, you know what goes on at Howard's homecoming. You know what the fuck goes on at Tennessee State homecoming. I care what's going on at Southern's homecoming. Like, I, like niggas have stories. First of all, I don't even think I know a motherfucker that, that went to North Carolina A&T. Like, where do they go once they graduate? Number one. Don't know anybody who from there. I know some people don't know anybody North Carolina A&T. I don't. And secondly, I don't know anybody who's been to their homecoming. So I yeah. have been around plenty of people from A&T, right? And okay, and I'm probably biased because I went to fam. There are no mother. There are only two schools I know, and I and I'm not going to say TSU because I don't know a lot of people from TSU, but I'm sure they're similar. But I just can't speak for them. But I do know people from Southern, and I do know people from FAMU in the DC area. And when these groups of people, Southern and FAMU, hit any event, there is a level of energy. In ignorance 
that is unparalleled by any other fucking school in the building. Like, when there's a southern motherfucker at the bar, there's a level of ignorance and exuberance that follows it. When there are rattlers in the building, there's ignorance and exuberance that follows it. So that's how I can say that these two homecomings are in a different class than A&T. Because I've been in events with A&T motherfuckers and they don't have that same energy. So I don't see how the homecoming could have more energy than any other homecoming that exists. Oh, ten Tennessee State doesn't have that either. Okay. So, so it's, it's, it's probably a situation State. where a nigga, like, kind of what we've already alluded to, like, you're sweet in your area, like, oh, this motherfucker raw as fuck, now this the rawest nigga in the neighborhood. And then when you go across town, nigga gets, like, 21 zip or something. You know what I'm saying? So it could be that. Like, we're sweet as fuck in our bubble. Um... Because to JJ's point, I don't think I know anybody that went to A&T. I, I do. They all kind of sadity acting. But I just assume they they have the greatest. And I asked them why they thought their homecoming was the greatest. In fact, I talked to somebody. Like I, I, I got linked with someone at work. They're like, oh, you should talk to such and such. They're black. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll meet this other Negro at work. <laughs> so I talked to her and I was like, you know, what's up? No, I'm I'm chef. I'm I went to fam. I'm a cap. But she's like, oh, I went to A and T. I went Delta. I'm like, that's neat that we're all Greek or whatever. <laughs> and she's like, don't you know we have the best homecoming and the greatest homecoming on earth? I was like, I'm sure it's not. She and we had it. Yeah, when I, when she found out I went to uh, fam, she uh, it wasn't like the first thing I said. I was my cap from fam. It was like it was way down in the conversation. But right. once I said it. The first thing she naturally did was bring up that our homecoming was much better than ours, which actually says to me, it, it, it screams insecurity to me, but <laughs> I does. was like, okay, cool. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm sure it's not, but, you know, awesome. And she well, like, tried to explain to me. She tried to explain well, to what's me. Crazy, like, what's crazy is I, that same vibe that you're talking, Chef, I felt yeah. that same vibe. It's an insecurity thing. And look, I don't, I don't want this to be a North Carolina anti bashing session. Too late, too late. But North it's Carolina, a great school, a great school. It's a great school, but North Carolina anti talks a lot of shit. And the thing about it is, they talk a lot of shit, but they don't play in the same league with anybody else. It's like, all right, well, I get it. You talk a lot of shit, but I haven't seen it. I, I was with my homeboy who went to Howard, and he was like, "There is an HBCU party tonight, right?" And we were like, "Cool." So we went to the party. We kicked it. I'm expecting there to at least be 20% Rattlers. It's an HBCU party. Why would we not be there? I walk into this shit and I'm like, all right, well, where are the other Rattlers? And he's like, oh, the chick who was over like, no, nah, there's no family people here. I'm like, there are like 50, 60 people here for the HBCU party. How is there not one fucking Rattler here? And it is, we're deep out here. Like, how is it, How am I the only one? And I came here by accident. You didn't even invite me. He invited me. And I asked him, I'm like, well, who who throws this who throws this shit, ding? Who throws this shit? He was like, oh, this is some ANT motherfuckers. I don't get that. FAMU is gonna invite every motherfucking body from the biggest schools that there are. Like there's gonna be a hodgepodge of niggas. ANT, I I don't I don't I don't know. I need to see more. So okay, we can end it. But they don't have anything. What's like their claim to fame, right? Besides their I was gonna say they did one sweet thing for homecoming, and I saw a video, and I hope it was them because it was a few years ago. But like the band Please played, say everybody Please say song, and then everybody uh, 
everybody like came out and did a stroll for like a hot 16 that was kind of cool but no no but, no but i'm saying like a claim to fame right so like still? like we i'm just saying like besides homecoming right so like what y'all doing the rest of the year you know what i'm saying so i, I don't know any big thing that niggas do there so like how Tennessee State has like the Kappa Tea Party, or they have like this big Alpha Party. You know what I'm saying? Like FAMU had the Luau, just different shit that the the chill chillmatic, or you know what I'm saying? Like just shit that other schools, gorilla like do, right? Just shit like that. Like what do y'all niggas? That's what I'm saying. Like y'all, it's like y'all. Uh, um, I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, we just letting these niggas say that shit just because they saying it, but y'all not really big enough or we don't care enough to uh, right to expose that y'all don't have. Was it the king with no clothes or whatever? That's what right. y'all are. Emperor, Emperor, Emperor's new clothes. Right. right. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, nobody can verify the story, so I'm I'm going to verify that shit. And nigga, I'm I'm judging from fish plates all the way to shenanigans, nigga. Like, I, there better be drugs. Oh, that's going to be plates. the name of my first album, nigga. From Fish Place to Shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, man, that's an excellent title. It's going to be Fish, fish Plates and Drugs. Mm. Like, you you got to hit on... All right, to compete with family, you got to hit on every category. Fish Plates, Drugs, Loose Women, Violence. Brown, brown Liquor. Brown Liquor. It's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. I feel like we gotta do more research. I just I, oh, I'm going. I'm going. Point. Let's I go. Never, I just never thought about. It. I just kind of just took that shit as gospel. We're going on a field trip. I will I'm say the worst say, homecoming. But at the point where there's a live FAMU podcast live from North Carolina A&T, the battle is already won. <laughs> that would be so disrespectful, kind of. But <laughs> but dog, like, oh man, are we about to start something? Go ahead. Why didn't fam you just go and shit on their shit on their homecoming? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, As a group? Yeah, just like let's just go run their shit. Let's fuck around, get a tailgate spot. You know what I'm saying? Bring the speakers, get artistic, nigga. And let's just nigga party. Because we're not bothered sugar, enough by it yet, right? Huh? We're not bothered enough by it yet. I think I just did. I think we. I think y'all stirred. I'm kind of you know? bothered by it now. now. Honest, I can't I, even front. I'm talking about collective, collective bothered. You know what I'm saying? Like FAMU versus FAMU versus Howard. FAMU got bothered. Got bothered. You know what I'm saying? And it got to the point where it's like, okay, we're gonna take over this fucking game every fucking year. Like FAMU versus Howard for no fucking reason. There's no tie from DC to Tallahassee, outside of me in, in the DC Metro Club, to where there should be that many FAMU people out of FAMU Howard. Definitely yeah. took over I, that shit. I think there was a game, FAMU, there was a FAMU Howard game where the FAMU, no, sorry, where the Howard band did not play. At their home stadium. Probably because they about to get clowned. I mean, I mean, that's going to happen either way. And shouts out to Howard. I got love for Howard. But, oh, I mean, the Howard FAMU game became what it was because FAMU took that shit personally. I don't know what nigga talked shit, the first nigga that talked shit or whatever, but some FAMU took that shit personally. And that's why the the FAMU Howard game is what it is. But um, Fam FAMU is Michael Jordan, and I took that shit personally. That's <laughs> operate though. That's that's accurate. Oh, man. Listen, 
I'm thinking of so many fucking <laughs> t-shirts and fucking flyers and shit, dude. But homecoming's gonna be cracking. I will say the worst homecoming is still um, BCC's homecoming, though. Um, I think they call their homecoming W H O E, which that's what they they call it W H O E. Like I guess they're trying to say Hope. I don't know what it's supposed to mean. Worst homecoming. I assumed it meant worst homecoming on earth, but someone told me it means something else. And I was like, weakest homecoming on earth? That's literally what they call it, but I, I don't know what it's supposed to mean. That's horrible. Can't read. That's Can't bad branding. No, literally, like, if you go, like, it was their homecoming, it was like two weeks ago. If you look up any, uh, well, you're not going to do it, but if, if you looked at pictures, or even look up the hashtag WHOE. Hey, pr- hey, producer, I thought that's what, produce. Some of I'm sorry, there's someone supposed to be looking up. Oh, W H O E. But I mean, I think I think uh, BCU has a slight logistics problem. Like their stadium is not on campus. I I don't know a whole lot. Like I did the homecoming parade uh, when I was in high school, and I went to their homecoming as an adult. But like I went at night. I didn't go to the game, so I just went to a party. But so the stadium is not on campus. I think that presents a challenge um, Mm -hmm. in and of itself. And then. I mean, I guess they got spots to go chill on campus, but I think their biggest issue is the fact that that shit is not all connected. And not only is the stadium not on campus, like, it's a decent distance from the campus, like, just out. <laughs> there used to be the sticks. I don't know, maybe they built some more shit out there now, but it was kind of like, wow, like, that shit was just like a random ass stadium in the middle of the It's in the middle of the woods. It's still in the middle yeah. of the woods. <laughs> did you, fi- did you find it, J.J.? Huh? Did you find it? Because even when you go to the dumbass site that says what whole means, it doesn't give you a meaning. So it is worse homecoming on Earth. Because even if you pull up the hashtag on Instagram, the pictures will come up. Oh, you'll see a rack of pictures from that whack-ass homecoming, but it still don't say what it means. Like, it's the weakest-ass answer I think I've ever heard. What does ho mean? It it's what you make it. Click to meet our entire no. team. That doesn't. Oh man. No. That's when you know they don't have a good marketing program. The worst. That's what among, other, among other things. Among other things. I mean, shout out to BCC. You know what I'm saying? I don't. You know, I don't have no ill will towards y'all, but y'all need to work on that. First off, it says ho. Second it off, it says ho. That's the, right. That's the worst part. Like they're trying to shorten whore. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Y'all, y'all gotta clean that shit up, BCC. I don't know. Also, before the game, they all they pray. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's what I don't like. So, <laughs> I, like I I don't agree with praying at homecoming after thir- homecoming. after Thursday. You gotta pray for homecoming on Wednesday. Yeah, do it during the weekday. Yeah, you or can't do it during convocation. Yeah, we we too far gone on Thursday for prayer. No, on Saturday, Saturday afternoon, like, we've already been drinking a lot. We're already like, I guess at fan hunger, we're already on drugs. So it's like, yes. what do you? What? Jesus yes. don't want to hear this. The Bible says, "At ten thousand tongues, I couldn't think of enough." So, amen. I'm not, I'm not gonna rule against prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Fair and enough. If niggas, if niggas pray at the stadium for the game, hey, maybe they pray for no injury. 
Maybe they can bring up a, a stadium on campus. Hey, who knows? Oh, God, we provide, man. Well, speaking I think I of... talked about it once before on the podcast. I'm sorry. I think I talked about it once before on the podcast. I don't know. Maybe it was on my Facebook page, but totally stopped by. BCC's homecoming parade, we had to like stop for a train. Like, they didn't even block off all the streets and shit. Jesus Christ. They didn't call them So, down? you go over train tracks in the parade? Yeah, and we had to stop. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> Marching police along the train went by. Like the train actually played the train while the parade was going on. And that was the longest parade I've ever participated in as well. Um, just a little tidbit. All right, moving on right along. That all sounded terrible, but um, that might be a good game. So, so I think. It, I think you were referring to Black Squid Game games, JJ. I know we saw it, we put down the dossier for like what would be good Squid Game games. Uh, so for everybody who hasn't watched the Squid Game, uh, you can either stop listening it's squid now. Game? It's not. It's not plural. No, it's it's the it's the Squid Game. See, oh, you would have got you would have got killed right then. Oh. Um. So, so just uh, spoiler alert if you haven't uh, listened. What y'all gonna talk about? Like five, five to seven minutes. Five to seven minutes. Why you gonna finish watching the game while we talk about it? No, I just need me a sip of water. That's all. And I guess uh, Wood Wood went to go do the same thing because I wanted him to be an, an active participant, man. So, um. Oh, he ain't seen it. Ain't yeah. Seen it. Nah, I know uh, you ain't, but that nigga, I don't, that nigga just be getting up to run. I think then they got a baby, a baby bladder. <laughs> and they gonna be sipping on all that good liquor, and then she go right through them. Um, but no, so Squid Game is basically, if you want to hear about it, uh, the premise is that uh, it's a game where you play these childhood games, and the winner of all the games gets a cash prize. Uh, lots and lots of money. So, they're coming out with a second season of the Squid Game. And people were trying to, not people, some people were making jokes. Uh, but I wanted to see what games A, niggas thinks, think that they would be good at and B, what would just be some funny or cool games that niggas could do. Um... But uh, we don't have anybody here right now, so we'll just wait. And, uh, I'm here. Nah, this nigga went to go get a sucker. Hey, hey, we have a lot of dead air while you walked off, just so you know. Why come? Because we need you to be a part of this conversation. I'm a part of the conversation. You want to go get a lollipop? I'm gonna go piss. I got a lollipop on the way back. I'm sorry, you got it way back in your what? I got a lollipop. Fuck you. I got a lollipop on the way back. Okay. Your mouth got dry or something? Squid. Hey, man, don't worry about me, man. Squid Game Games. What we already Squid. got? Squid. We, we, we stopped, so you're gonna have to edit this because it's dead silence. Probably not gonna um, do it. It, huh? wasn't, it wasn't dead silence. It was fine. It was fine. God, I think it's just like to leave in the most awkward shit. Anyway, Squid Game Games. Wood, what game do you think that you would be able to play 
that um, you wouldn't get killed if uh, you played it. Well, I'm about to fuck y'all niggas up at Foursquare. Oh, uh, you want them niggas to do the super boom? Oh, yeah. What? Either that or the spin. What is the this? Super? You spin it? You, you do the spin? Right in that inner, English? Right in that inner corner. Like, I'm going to hit it right in your corner, but by the time you get to it, it's already in another corner on the square. So you do the low shit? Yes, sir. Oh, get I these motherfuckers you. up out of here. All right. So a couple of games niggas were discussing was uh, Pencil Break. Um, I was an animal. Yep, I was an animal at that. Uh, I, was good, I was good at pencil break. What about uh, thumps? I didn't play thumps. What is that? What was thumps? Where you, you um, play you rock your paper hand, scissors? No, nah, nigga, oh. when you do your hand like this, and you let a nigga thump you, and then the nigga with the fattest fingers always wins. I didn't uh, play right, that. Nigga that played thumps. Um, thump? Nah. Well, <laughs> oh, so let's get into card games, right? So. <laughs> Tonk has way too many rules. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I never know how to play Tonk. And that's like, you know what I'm saying? What you can go down, I mean, what you win on the first hand, they'd be like, yeah. what, 49.50, right, under 12, right. all that shit. Uh, Uno. Yeah, Uno. But Wait, then, what version, though? Right, that's what I'm saying. It depends. Like, in the rules, do you have to say Uno out? Because. Well, I'm from you. Gotta say Uno out. You gotta say Uno and Uno out. You have. That's what. That's how you play Uno out. Uno and Uno out. Uno out is just. (laughs) It's out. You're you're done. You you still have to declare the game over with. Oh man, I don't know. What about um? (laughs) Tell the ball. Stack. Y'all niggas stack. Hold on, before we get off of Uno, y'all niggas stack shit. Does that? Yeah. Yes. No, man. Uno, yes. Stacks. Yes. Yeah. Like put more than one card down at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Draw eight, huh. motherfucker. Y'all niggas. Y'all niggas. No, we're not gonna play no um buy the book Uno rules. We're gonna play nigga rules. I don't so, know what the yeah. buy the book Uno rules are. Every time Uno comes out, the, what, what the, the actual good. rules are, I'm I'm flabbergasted. Um, I would play. I could play Uno. Um, I used to say I could play Spades, but honestly, I haven't. I'm so out of practice with Spades post graduation. And post living in Atlanta, that the last time I played spades, I, I reneged and I was very embarrassed. You seem like you play whist. I don't. I don't play bit whist. Is it because I'm from the Midwest? I mean, because you're just you're just an old soul, an older soul, so it seems like bit whist would be your game. <laughs> I, I, I I've never played bit whist honestly, so I, I wouldn't. I don't even know how it goes. Um, I know a game I used to play. Which probably is kind of dark. I don't know if y'all might have did this or not, but we used to play rock paper scissors um, for for smacks on the on the on this part of the arm, like the soft part right Nobody here. Nobody can see. So this the in, like the inside of your forearm. Where, where, where so, the heroin needle goes, right around here. Right, yeah, right mm-hmm. there. Okay. So if I if so if you're playing rock paper scissors and I win, I get to smack you right here. I bet you. I bet you. Rock paper scissors is actually going to be in the next Squid Game. Some some sort of variation of that game. That game was torturous the way we played it because I played. I used to play it with people, and I used to play till. And it used to be against these old over the top white boys. Like we'd be on like on a bus going to a on to a competition or some sort. And we just do it, and these fools would be bleeding. And I'd just be like wearing their ass out because they wouldn't want to stop playing. I was like, 
that's fine with me. But at the end of the day, everybody be all sore and messed up. I'm like, because they didn't know how to play rock, paper, yeah. scissors. Nigga, um... Tetherball. Slap boxing. Nigga, slap boxing. Nigga, dodgeball. Paper football. Yeah, dodgeball gonna do it. Dodgeball gonna... So, so out, so out is dead, basically? Out is dead. You're right, nigga. You get hit by the ball, you get hit by a bullet. But nigga, go back to paper. I didn't think about paper football. Niggas will be fucking sweating their ass off. Paper football is Trying to, like, scooch it, nigga? Or, like, thump it so it spins? Yeah. I seen some shit uh, online. Let me see if y'all niggas can do it. You know the the song "Don't" on Brian uh, Bryson Tiller when yeah. you when it's a break and then you have to match the "Don't" at the right time. Yeah. You know any niggas think y'all can do that? No, nah, I'm good. About to see now. Hold on. I don't. I don't play that again. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Come on, chef, you got it. Or oh, what do you? That's almost like timing the smoke weed every day on Dre's track. Y'all think of that? That's where it is. I could do smoke. I could do smoke weed every day. I don't even listen to Mike Tiller. Come on, see if you can do it. If you can match it. You did, boy. You did, boy. <laughs> Doesn't matter, boy. You did, boy. Did I get it? You know, you no. did, boy. You have to say don't when he says don't. Oh, I thought. Not with your, not with your finger. Niggas on the podcast. We'll do this one more time. It's not. On, it's funny. It's not on the one. It's on the two. Ain't it? Well, let's see if you can do it. It's like on the two. You think you can do smoke weed every day? I can do smoke weed every day. I can do smoke weed every day. Uh, All right. What's the actual name of that? Next episode. Yeah, I think the don't is on the two. That's what makes it weird. Nigga, I think the motherfucker is on the two and a half. That shit ain't That's on no, weird. That, that shit ain't on no no proper beat. That's why I'm fucking Bryson, so you don't even make no real music. What about Jenga, nigga? That that's gonna be a fucked yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Game. yeah, 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 yeah. Race oh, in the sh- race to the mailbox. Who? Race to the mailbox. Just racing. Nah, nigga, fuck that. <laughs> Unsexy Twitter, like I'm, I'm Twister, where you just like you on a, all the dots are like on 
separate platforms. Is that a black game? I feel, Twister? Twister black game? I feel like Twister... Like they always made it like Twister was like this sexy game. I've never played with like sexy. I've never had a sexy Twister experience. Yeah. Never got a chill about playing with Twister. Rich, rich, rich Jack and Jill kids because they all freaks. Nah, I was in top teams. We we didn't have you know the the money for for Jack and Jill. I keep doing them now. <laughs> nah, we used to cra- we we crashed their parties and shit like when they had their conferences. Yeah, Jack and Jill niggas was nasty. They used to play nasty twi- on Twister back in the day. Hey, nigga, bubblegum, bubblegum in a dish. Oh, yeah. Nigga, heads up, seven up, nigga. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All nigga, right, man, that was... Nigga play slide to death. They, niggas be counting shady on bubblegum, bubblegum in a dish. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. This nigga said, like, slide, slide, slippery slide? No, like, slide, slide. Shit and, like, yeah, but isn't that like, what you? But and that's, a, that's how it starts. Like slide, slide, slippery slide. Then you do the. Isn't that how it starts? I mean, I mean, it's that's regional. Like yeah, the other. I thought that was I one. I, I don't want to go to Mexico. No, never mind. We getting into other games now. Well, they should play that shit. That would be that be a vibe. <laughs> no, that's shame. That's shame. That's what that game is. Shame. So, play yeah. Shame to death. <laughs> yeah. So do y'all? How does shame go? I don't want to go to Mexico shame. no more, more, more. more. No more, no more. There's a big fat policeman at the do do <laughs> What's the one that talks about? Uh, so I've heard. Oh, easy, son. She bow wow, ding dong. It it ends like that. Oh, oh man. Oh, I know you're talking about. Down by the bank. Okay, right. So. That's, so that's what y'all say. Down by the bank, hanky panky. The bull yeah, down by the bank, go hanging, hanging, and the bullfrog jump from bank to bank and say, "Eat, I owe you." At least I did, and bing, ball. And they then both. some people, if they got caught slipping, they want to try to add on some other shit. <laughs> so, like so, so in Nashville, we, I guess it got telephoned game to us because it was down by the riverside, hanky panky, east side, west side, hanky pink panky, like. It was then about nasty like, shit every race. I don't know. Fucking hand game. But then it's like East, but then it's like East, Meese, Sun, Sheets. Like it was like counting in Chinese or some shit. Right. Uh, some Niggas talking Geechee at that point. Oh, man. I gotta go. Yeah. That's wild. It is wild. Okay, so um, I know this, this is gonna be quick. Um, double Dutch, Double Dutch gonna be in there. Oh, oh shit, I can't, Lord. I can't do that. Double shit. Dutch is the final level. That's shady because that's designed to kill fat niggas immediately. I never could double Dutch. You oh no, Dutch? no, 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 no. There were some fat niggas that could double Dutch. Now don't get that shit twisted. <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah, like don't, 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 don't blame that shit on fat niggas. There were some fat niggas that could scoot at the at the double Dutch now. Really? Like they didn't get yes. Money? Yes, and then me the niggas like he about it's to fuck really this shit a up. Bunch of fat niggas that's around everything. Like I don't even know where this yeah. shit coming from. I guess I I get it. I guess I was, cause I was a fat nigga that could dance, but I couldn't do no double dutch. That fat nigga would come in there. I like coffee. I like tea. That nigga be fucking scooting and shit and fucking his feet moving so fucking fast. Sounds <laughs> like he could hula hoop. He does got a hula hoop vibe. Where'd you wait? Where'd you get even 
just the, the vibe. I just sure, had a vibe. Sure it's it. Sure and your dance like moves. Hawaiian luau, right? Nigga You're definitely had, today, y'all. Nigga definitely had a skip. North Carolina anti homecoming. Oh man! All right, this will be quick. But um, can we can we post his uh, dancing video from the Sure. To the IG page. <laughs> I like looking at that honestly because it just makes me um. Feel feel some joy. You you had joy written all over your face. That was, that, was that was black boy joy before it was a hashtag. Right. Yeah. No, that weekend was a vibe. Like the whole weekend was a vibe. Even like when we was posted by the pool and I was playing music. That was that shit was vibe as hell. Oh, that was be out day, huh? Yeah, it was be out day. Oh yeah, you had the best weed pen that 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 weekend. Oh yeah, niggas was off day square. All the events. I'm about to say, how was I able to hang out? But I was working in town and I had completed all of my work. I'm about to say, I was by the pool too. Like, it seemed like I would have had a laptop or something. But okay, don't worry about it. Is that the night before we went the the yeah, Shady Strip Club? Yeah, out to the birthday <laughs> party. <laughs> it was B. Water's birthday, but it just so happened that I guess it was another nigga birthday. So remember, we walked up and had happy birthday, whoever on the mic. Right. Blot their name out. <laughs> I took a picture about that shit. That was a nasty story. Yeah. Our bad. Go ahead. That's all good. Um, so, um, quickly, versus recap. Uh, uh well, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go. <laughs> It was man. It was man. <laughs> they they were exactly what we thought they were. Um, I mean, it was what we thought it was gonna be. Actually, the night before was cool because they had like a versus like old school like reggae set. So it was like a whole bunch. It was like uh, I want to say maybe Super Cat, like Mad Lion and niggas doing shit, uh, which to me was cooler than the actual verses. Uh, the verses was cool. Uh, it was what we thought it was gonna be. Like, uh, uh, KRS One was doing all his hits from back in the day. Big Daddy Kane did his. Big Daddy Kane did. Uh, he did some like new shit. Uh, or, like some newer beats and shit. But I mean, it was cool to watch. Um, but again, I feel like it's nothing that we asked for. Like we could be doing some old other shit, but. Again, this New York has its hold on on this versus thing. I wish some big versus based in New York or something. Like goddamn. Right, but my thing is, is it? I mean, should niggas in Atlanta start their own versus? You know what I'm saying? Like, is that? I mean, I'm sure it might be some sort of trademark. No, because that shit gonna get green too. I don't know. Because they over the right they, they over Atlanta. I mean, the the issue is the saturation in one region at this point. Like, it, it's it's fun when they have variety, right? But if I can't get an eight ball MJG versus UGK, I mean, I, I just don't know what to say. It's that yeah. time. It's you know, but I mean, they're both legends. Uh, they both you know deserve their flowers now that they. I mean. Because they're still here, and you know, shout out to them. Who you got? UGK versus uh, Ball and G. Uh man. In a versus, yeah. like real, if we're like going like uh, song for song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, UGK. 
Ooh. I would have going away from the crib. Only reason I have only reason I have eight ball and MJG is because of the performance element. Like, is someone gonna act as a proxy for Pimp C? I don't think so. So it's like the performance element might be missing. Who can act as a proxy for Pimp C? Who can do that? That's that's what I'm saying. It would be it would be cool if they just got uh, cool niggas from Texas to do it. So each song that they did, they would have like a nigga, a different nigga. You know, Devin the Dude, Slim Thug, who you know. I was about yep. to say, do you mean a rapper or just a cool nigga from Right, right, right. That nigga T. Lee. Right. I'm saying, why you bullshit, though? We need a versus with fucking Devin the Dude in it, dog. Like, Devin the Dude don't get it. Versus currency, nigga? No, I don't think currency can do that. Devin the Dude is the boy. I don't think currency can. I don't think currency. No, I don't think so. I was just trying to put him up against another smoker. I mean, yeah, I don't. I w- it wouldn't really. If you you could go against Wiz, maybe, but that dynamic doesn't really sound too good. But but that'd be the most boring out. verses ever, nigga. Like them niggas would just be like high as fuck, not saying shit to each other. They just push play on tracks. I don't know. Sometimes high niggas do cool. I would like to see. You know what I would like to see. If Devin the Dude was about to go up against somebody, I would want somebody who's got underground hits. You know what I'm saying? That's really popular, but on an underground level that is local also to Texas. Let me get zero versus Devin the Dude. I was about to say zero. That's, that's what came to mind for me, too. But I don't know what songs zero got besides 25. Zero got cuts now. Zero, he just... You won't feel him until he plays him. Like ah, that nigga did do that song. Zero, zero is not twenty five lighters. You know, I don't know. Mm-mm. Oh well, see, case in point. Right. I don't know. Let Devin go against himself. Fuck. That's what we really should start doing. Like I, I mean, it lends itself to the shit because it's called versus. But initially, it wasn't. Perceived as like a battle. It was just like two niggas kind of performing a little bit, and then people turned it into a battle and started doing all these fucking sheets with who won and who lost and all that. And it kind of took some shit away from it. I feel like because then the artists were trying to live up to a certain something or another. But it would be cool if they maybe just had like three or four different motherfuckers and just made that shit more like a concert than a competition. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see, I don't know, uh, Houston versus Atlanta or Houston versus Memphis. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or just do a showcase. Like, just have everybody from, what is it, East <laughs> Texas. Because Atlanta, you could just let Atlanta go up there and just do Atlanta shit, and that would be a show. Like Dungeon Family. Dungeon Family could go up there and just do a show by themselves. Hey, boy. Dungeon Family could do a whole motherfucking show. Nigga. Man, I'm missing it. You gonna see, I don't know, Goody Mob. Is, is Goody Mob going to Jacksonville? I'm not aware of that. For what? Well, I know Goody Mob and Erica Badu coming to Orlando next month. I was just wondering where else, where else they was going. Dungeon Family. 
No I limit. Go, my wife said, cash hey, money. What date is that? So I feel like they. Uh, I feel like it's in conflict or something else. I get some sweet shit coming to Jacksonville during family homecoming. That happens a lot. Yeah. I wonder if it's them. Yeah, they come in on. Shit. I'm gonna have to just keep on trying to convince her that we should go. Death Row, Bad Boy. November 13th. Death That's 10 shows. Boy. That's 10 shows by itself, man. Just like let these niggas just rip it. Yeah. They need to make some improvements. Shit, but. You don't have to take our word for it. You should have You've rocked with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead, visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love, show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now, for the with all due respects. With all due respect, um, when people say that the Lord blesses you to bless other people, they're not lying. Um, I feel that I am truly blessed in my life with the relationships that I have, the people around me, you know, the the two or three nickels that I have in my pocket, um, you know what I'm saying, to be the person that I am. But that comes with a lot of empathy, right? Um and people told me that, old people told me that all the time. It's like, it's a gift and a curse. You can either be the cursed or you can be the person to give the gift to the cursed. And, and you know, in my life right now, the Lord, you know what I'm saying? He's bringing in a lot of, you know, people with, with angst and issues that they have and things that they have in their heart to my doorstep, you know what I'm saying? To my wife's doorstep. And even though we are we are in a good season right now of reaping, you know, what I'm saying in harvest and stuff like that. But you got to pay for that harvest. You feel me? People often feel that their lives are supposed to be constant harvest, constant harvest, constant uh, taking and taking and taking. But that's not the way that this life goes. You know, what I'm saying you are always going to be in a situation or in a season of having to deal with some sort of strife, whether that's your own internal strife that's in, in your internal family or around you, or whether that's having to support somebody else who's going through their own internal strife. And that is, that's a part of the job. That's a part of the gig. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, some people, some people that I know, we say it's God's gift to be strong. And that's very true. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you go through these 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 seasons of harvest and you're making the money that you want and you're you know you're doing the YouTube videos or whatever it is and you're you're shining and people are loving the things that you do because you're so successful just remember that God blessed you in order to bless somebody else God put you in position to understand things so you could help somebody else understand it he gave you money so you could help somebody else pay for it you feel me and those are the little lessons that you have to, you have to, not lessons, but the little idiosyncrasies that you have to see as we go through this life in order for you to understand what your mission is. Because God doesn't put you on this earth just to harvest and just to make money. You know what I'm saying? 
God did not, he was not favorable to the rich. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't understand what your mission is in your harvest, your harvest will be taken away from you. And you have to be mindful of that. You know what I'm saying? As we go through this life and as you go through these periods of time, because I don't want to see that harvest taken from you. I don't want to see people just having it one day and then not having it because they didn't realize what their mission was. So as you go through this, as you are in a period of harvest, as you are in a period of success and a period of positivity, just remember that there are people that are not in that same season as you. And your job is not to just do better than them. Your job is to uplift them and support them and bring them along with you. Because face it, it's God's gift to be strong with all due respect. With all due respect, <clears throat> um, I had a different direction I was going to go in, but what Wood said was really spot uh, on. So I kind of want to uh, piggyback on that a little bit. And to this point, um, I have this little thing that I do. I call it like ghetto blessings, where I just try to like help people it could be you know anything it could be like monetary could be uh just something i know somebody needs help with or what have you so i was explaining the concept to somebody um because i was helping them with the project and i was like oh yeah right, this would be my ghetto blessing i'm looking at you know help somebody and this shit literally came back to me like a hundredfold and so it's not always about that because um, your blessing, a lot of times when we talk about blessings and all that, we think monetary, but that's not always what it is. Like maybe some time was added onto your life or you get an opportunity you may not have given or whatever, but, um, you know, it is absolutely more blessed to give than to receive. And we can't, Forget that, especially at a time like now when it's like unprecedented and so many different things going on and people dealing with so much different stuff, uh, mental and physical ailments are both at an all-time high. So um, I think that was perfect, like Wood said, and we should all, you know, strive to uh, be a blessing to each other because... If everybody embraces it, then it'll all come back around and we'll all be better for it. With all due respect. Uh, with all due respect, I was, um, you know, as normal going through Instagram, just going through posts, aimlessly scrolling um, during some downtime. And I follow Kevin Lyles. Kevin Lyles is obviously a, a huge music executive, very successful in the game for years. And he usually drops thing drops nuggets that I find interesting and I tend to agree with, but he kind of lost me today. Posted a picture um, in a turtleneck and in a jean jacket, um, <laughs> which in which is funny by itself, but it had a caption saying it's go time. Time to hashtag work harder. Let me know what you're doing to make the fourth quarter count in the comments below. Now, so as I get older, the 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 emphasis on hard work and and working hard and grinding and 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 overworking and I'll 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 sleep when I die mentality is is really pretty much been lost on me. Um, 
through the pandemic, through layoffs, through just living life, um, I think there's things that are more important in life than working hard. I think you need to work in order to sustain sustain yourself, sustain your your family and your loved ones. Um, and to Wood uh, 5000's point, to be a benefit and a blessing to others, I agree with that completely. But you shouldn't do that um, to the point where it endangers your mental health, your 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 physical health, or your relationships. Um, I know people are going through a lot of storms right now, like in their personal lives and their professional lives, and we all do. It's a it's an ebb and flow sort of thing. But at the end of the day, what you have at home, what you have with the people that care about you, regardless of where you stand and where, and and the things that you go through, <laughs> that go that has more value um, and more emotional currency than any sort of paycheck that you get from grinding extra hard. Your value to your family in terms of sustaining yourself and making sure that you maintain a certain level of health in both of those aspects have more value um, than getting some sort of likes on some sort of social media site because you got a stack of hundreds or you've made some sort of big bag. Uh, it's just a matter of of maybe where I stand with my values as a 40 year old nigga that's seen a lot of bullshit, good, um, some, a lot of bad things, a lot of good things. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> what sustains you and what you want to have as your legacy is the way that people felt about you, the way that people, um, said you treated them and the value of those relationships as opposed to how much money you made. Um, and how much cash you blew and and what your your net worth was. So um, there's 74 days left in the year. I'd rather focus on the holidays and, and spending time with my family. Uh, I'd rather focus on giving back to others during that time as opposed to it being go time and working myself to the bone with all due respect. Uh, with all due respect, um, one way of not working yourself to the bone is being financially literate. Um, most of us, um, especially in the African-American community, uh, weren't really taught a lot about money, um, what to do with it when you have it, what not to do with it with it when you have it um we were pretty much taught to go to school get a job um and that's it and be better than they were and hopefully you can send your kids to college and they'll do better than you than you and so on and so forth um but that's not how people really become wealthy that's just how people become uh workers and that's by design so I'm just asking people um, who are out there, like, let's just try to get more uh, financially literate. Um, gas is high. You should want to know why is gas high and why, you know, 
why the fucking Procter and Gamble products are more expensive toothpaste, toothpaste, toilet paper, things of that nature. It's just good to know. And even if you just learn one thing a week, uh, like right now, if you if you don't know what's going on with cryptocurrency, that's just some good shit just to know about. Just because it's doesn't seem like it's going anywhere anytime soon. And that's one way that uh, some people are uh, accumulating wealth. I talked to a guy the other day, um, and he was just talking about moving some Bitcoin around. And uh, I was asking him at the time, like, well, what's Bitcoin at right now? Uh, I got me a little piece of Bitcoin. Um, and he was like, well, it's at 64, which is uh, pretty high. Um, it hit 67, I think, yesterday. But at the time, I think it was 64. And uh, I was like, oh, shit. I said, you in the Bitcoin? That's what's up. He said, he said, yeah, man, I got in when it was $3,000. So I was like, oh, shit. I said, uh, are you a whole coiner? That's what they call people that have a whole Bitcoin. He was like, yeah. He said, I got five of them. So five times, let's just say 60000 that's three hundred grand right there. Like, if that nigga wanted to sell his five Bitcoin right now, he would do it three hundred grand. you know, buy his whoever a house, buy itself a house, pay some shit off, or invest into his own business or whatever. So it's just things to be knowledgeable, what's going on uh, going on around you. So again, I just imploring people to get uh, more finance, financially literate with all due respect. <laughs>